Hi, welcome to episode three of Scott's Spill the Beans. I'm Kim McAllister and today I'm asking an Australian's opinion of Scotland. Jack Derrick left Tasmania last summer and landed just as the Edinburgh Fringe Festival kicked off. He's working as a physiotherapist and he's trying to get his head around this Scottish English of ours. You can if it like it is. I'm in a pub at 11 o'clock on a Monday morning with an Australian and the sun is beaming down over St Andrew's Square in Edinburgh. Do you feel at home, Jack? I certainly do, Kim. I certainly do. It's maybe not as warm as you're used to. No, not quite. You're, um, you're 11,000 miles from home. I mean, any further north and you probably need a team of huskies. Why, why did you come to Scotland? Well, I guess it's all Australian, or well, he's Australians to do that sort of two-year visa thing. And I just thought, like, I plan to go to London uh, but to be honest with you, I'm not that resourceful with money and I've heard that it's, it's a fairly expensive place to live so I thought I'll try some, try some different areas and I've actually heard from a patient of mine that Edinburgh was the place to go so I did some research and, and here I am. <laughs> when did you arrive? Uh, 29th of July. So just in time for uh, the Fringe? Literally the day, I, the day I landed I think the festival started. Yeah. The Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which yeah, um, yeah. is mostly about comedy, but there's loads of drama, there's all sorts of things going on. So what did you enjoy most about it? Uh, well, I actually saw saw quite a few Australian comedians, I think. I think we saw a couple of Irish comedians. It was mostly comedian shows that we saw. And just the buzz. I think the buzz of the city was pretty yeah. The weather was pretty good that summer. Mm. You must have been mm. mulled until Boston. Well, I, think I, I think I missed... I, from what I heard, it was July, it was like 30 degrees and, and sunny, but it wasn't too bad in the back of August and then and it started going south after that. <laughs> then it got dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty grim. Well, certainly, I've noticed January's been pretty pretty grim. But February's looking better. better. Yeah. Don't worry, hang in it there. It too bad. Yeah. And so you knew you were going to stay in Edinburgh. You didn't kind of come here and think, I might try Glasgow, I might try Aberdeen, I might try Dundee. Uh, definitely, I definitely considered other places. I, I sort of, I moved here, yeah, it didn't work for a month, and I was just sort of, I was actually out in Castorfin, like out in the suburbs, and I was thinking like, he's have I made the right decision here and because I didn't really know anyone and yeah it was like it was a couple of times there I certainly thought Glasgow and even further down south like I thought about Manchester and Liverpool and even Newcastle I heard a lot about Newcastle but once things started happening here it was, yeah, it was pretty much I was set on, set on that. So you got your job so you're a physiotherapist so what was your sort of goal with that what did you want to get out of it and were the opportunities here for you? Mm. So I had sort of coming here I had two plans. Like it was, it was to either if things opened up, I'd, I'd do like the career thing and try and get into sport. I think that always, I mean, I love sport and sports physio is where I wanted to and get in like professional football. But then if that didn't happen, um, I was just going to try and use it to pay for travel basically and, and take whatever I could get really. And I've heard a lot about NHS jobs being pretty, well, a lot different to what it's like in Australia as a physio. And, um, but luckily things opened up with the sport with the sports work, so that's Yeah, you're now. working for a Hearts football yeah, team. Yeah, that's it's cool. It's been unbelievable. You've gone yeah. straight to the top. Yeah, well not quite. I'm in the under 18, so I've still got a fair way to go, but it's an amazing, amazing experience. What yeah. is it you're enjoying about that? Just the, like being in the professional environment is unreal and, and the facilities that Hearts have a massive indoor stadium, it's just incredible. It's, like I worked in semi professional football back in South Australia in Aussie Rules football. Um, but it's just that step up where there's guys that are getting, it's their full-time job and it's that little bit more serious and it's just, yeah, it's brilliant. I what kind of it. injuries are you seeing? Well, yeah, it's a little bit different to Aussie rules. There's sort of, there's not quite the contact. It's, so it's, they tend to be mostly like ankles and blokes getting kicked. And, um, yeah, 
some of them go down a little bit easier than the Aussie rules boys, but it's, I know, it's, no, yeah. it's tough, huh? Oh, that, some of them are. I think Scottish football is different to what you see down in England. It seems like that. Yeah, Scottish boys are pretty tough. You were living in Christophan. Are you still there or have you moved? No, nah, no, nah, so I'm in Lothian Roads. I'm in the thick of it now. Right? You are in the Smack thick of it. in the middle, yeah. Wow. And are but, you sharing with people or how have you done that? Yeah, so I've got three other housemates and three other lads. And we sort of met off spare room. It's, yeah, it's pretty fortuitous circumstance, really. Yeah. And are they Scottish? One's from Aberdeen. One's from the Isle of Skye. And then the other one's Northern Irish. Well, they're trying to teach me some Scottish words, but... <laughs> I'm no good with accents. So. <laughs> what words have you been learning then? Well, the Aberdeen boys have been telling tell me that people say fit like. <laughs> that is an Aberdeen expression. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and uh, Dinny, Dinny Ken? <laughs> yeah. And, and Ken, which Ken means no. Is that yep, right? Yeah, as in to know a fact. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, like, uh, we and we man, I've, I, I've noticed that's, that's small man. Yeah. <laughs> small boy. We use we all the time, actually. Yeah. Like when you become aware of it, you think, gosh, I do, I say that word all the time. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the the can that I, I find the hardest to. Cause I've heard that a fair bit recently, and they just slip it in really quickly, and you just got no idea where that like, what that means. Yeah, I'm talking. I was talking about uh, climbing a Munro, and I said, yeah, you got to can them. You got to can the mountain before you go there. I said, what? How have you found the accent? That's the thing I found most interesting. Is it's like in Australia we don't have the differences in such a you know it's all everyone all sounds the same pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, the accents around Scotland, even the same small country, they're so different. Um, I find Glasgow pretty tricky, but I actually like listening to it. I think it's really you yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm from Glasgow, so I'll take that. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really. So Edinburgh's yeah, Edinburgh's pretty easy to understand. And I haven't heard too much of the. There's a bit of it's different in Highlands, isn't it? It's a yeah, different accent. Yeah. It's true, actually. There's such a variation from you know even 300 miles. The difference yeah. you get from north to south is it's amazing. And Glasgow is a notoriously thick, thick difficult ass. accent for people outside of even yeah. Scotland to understand. Yeah. I've got friends from London who come up to Glasgow and go, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good. It's, it's definitely. Are there different thicknesses though in Glasgow, isn't there? It's yeah. really, really. Scottish and yeah. yeah. So I've heard of that bit of that in football circles. And what else are you working in apart from football? So I work I work in two clinics. I met you in one of them. Um, so one of them's uh, up in Craig Lockhart and then the other one is in Brunsfield. Yeah. And how have you found the people that you're meeting? Have you been quite surprised? Have you been educated by any of your clients? Yeah, I was it's the I'd say the biggest difference to the people I see is that um, Everyone in Scotland like pays. There's a lot more self-paying for appointments, and um, so I see a lot of people that I see in the clinic sort of tend to want to be there. They're more, a bit more motivated <laughs> compared to maybe some of the people I saw back home that um, weren't necessarily paying for their their time. So sort of um, yeah, that's probably one thing I'd say. Um, I'm certainly getting a lot of yeah a lot of education about where to go in Scotland. That's probably the, the big thing about places to visit. And pretty much all the places I've been have been through recommendations from people in really? the clinic, basically. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. So where have you been? Uh, so I've been spent a bit of time at the Trossacks. So I've done a couple of weekends, mostly like weekend trips back and forth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, went up to Calendar. That was brilliant. What went, did you like about Calendar? The snow. The, yeah, the snow was brilliant. I didn't I didn't get to see it falling, but just the like just covered in snow. It's beautiful. Right? Yeah. And it's deserted, but there's no, there was no one there at that time. And you just walk around this like it's just pristine air, and yeah, sort of like nothing I've really seen before. Like back home, we just don't have that, that type. Does it snow in Tasmania? It does, but not too like it's rare. And in Hobart, you, I mean, you see it on top of the mountain, but it never really gets down further. Uh -huh. um, so I had, 
I probably had the experience of walking through snow once in my life before that. Really? Yeah, I've never actually seen it fall. That's so cool. I yeah. never, you know, you take these things for granted as a Scottish person and then you think, wow, that is quite special for someone for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I was, in, I was at the, a pub the other night about a couple of weeks ago and the fellas I was with were saying it was snowing outside and so ran outside and they like were, a taking, child. They were taking photos of me. It's just, you know, I couldn't believe it was the first time I've seen falling snow. That's yeah. amazing. At 26 years old, yeah. you finally saw some falling snow. Yeah. <laughs> Where else have you been? Uh, I've been to Glencoe. That was amazing. Um, it's really dramatic scenery, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I couldn't really put my finger on it, but that's, that's, yeah, it is dramatic. Um, it makes me feel very small when I'm in Glencoe. It kind of reminds you of your place in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just, unfortunately, that's as far north as I've been. But it's pretty good going. You've only been here six months. Yeah, yeah. I think you need a car to go further. Is that? It, if you want to explore, it's easier with a car, definitely. I mean, yeah. the trains and the buses are pretty good to the cities and sort of key tourist areas. But yeah, if you have a car, you've definitely got the opportunity to yeah. discover some unseen spots. Yeah, okay. I've been to uh, Pit Lockery as well. Mm -hmm. um, we also North Berwick, I think that's brilliant. Yes, I love nice. North Berwick. Yeah. The beach there is gorgeous. Probably yeah. not a comparison to Australian nah. beaches, but it is still a beautiful Different beach. kind of beach though, I suppose. It's, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be as good. So not Bondi, <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> not as packed either. Uh, and, well, we went down to Glen Trest, that was, that was a highlight. We went mountain biking down there. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was unreal. Have you that's been to cool. Glasgow? Yeah, I've been to Glasgow, yeah. What did you do in Glasgow? So every time I've been there, it's for a music event. Yeah, so mostly Australian bands have come over. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was that's probably what some of the highlights is seeing like seeing bands that would fit, like sell out back home in these tiny little places, and you just yeah, it's, it's like, a great opportunity. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Have you met many Australians in Scotland? I actually haven't. But I have met a few, but nowhere near as many as I probably thought I would be in the UK. Yeah. I wonder if they're all in Glasgow. Because I feel like there are a lot of Australians in Scotland, but yeah. maybe not in Edinburgh, or maybe we just haven't met them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're, they're just hiding. hiding from it. Yeah, we're just trying to avoid each other. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why I moved over here. Away from <laughs> what did you expect when you came here? Did you have a kind of picture in your head of Scotland and Scottish life? I definitely uh, like thought the pub scene would be brilliant, and it is. Like the sort of old school pubs that we don't have, and yeah, just sort of sitting at the seeing a bar with a couple of other Scottish boys having a beer and the history I, I guess that was what I was looking forward to seeing it's another thing we just don't have back home so um, I sort of knew that I mean as much as I moaned about the weather it's sort of I knew it wasn't gonna be that good coming here it's not you weren't coming for the sunshine no nah, no nah. so those other things like yeah the history and, and just walking around the city is just seeing things that are like thousands or hundreds of years old, it's unreal. Edinburgh is incredible because it's got this massive castle right in the middle yeah. and this metropolitan city round about yeah. it, it's such a dichotomy. It's honestly, the, that's well, that'd be my favourite thing is, is walking down Princess Street and just looking up at the, when the sun's shining on the castle, it's just unreal. Like it's, it's a bit like time travel I feel. Yeah, yeah, there's no other, well, I haven't travelled that much but it's honestly no other city, just doesn't feel like a block of sort of concrete, it's just, yeah, it's brilliant. I went on a, a ghost, well not a ghost tour, it was like a spook tour the first couple of days I, I came here and uh, we went around, I think there's a little alleyway uh, down near the dungeons and then we went through the dungeons to see like what it was like when the, like way back in the days when the sort of, uh, in the slums of Edinburgh I guess, yeah. Brutal, yeah. yeah. And we're, That's we're, Mary King's Close, have you done that tour? I think Sounds so. similar, yeah. Well, they, they took us right down to the bottom um, where like, yeah, people live in the complete darkness for yeah. like years and years and years and, yeah. um, and people would like, yeah, it was, it was unreal. And the, the, 
like they got us all in, locked the doors, and they played it up a little bit. But there was, just, yeah, some people in there that were pretty. You know, I was one of them, <laughs> a little bit jumpy, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty. That was well. People had to sure. live within the castle walls, you know, and there's only so much real estate, so they had to go up or down. Yeah. And the lower class you were, the further down you lived. Yeah. And yeah. Some people lived in darkness with all the dirt of the day gathering it in their feet. It's yeah. disgusting, but yeah, we've come a long way since then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing's Harry Potter. I'm a Harry Potter fan, so the I've been treated in that sense. Like the, the cemetery, I think Greyfriars cemeteries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Tom Riddle, where she, where she got the names from. Yeah. Some of the names. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. And have you been to the cafe where she wrote the book? I haven't been there, but I've walked past it. There's yeah. always a massive crowd. I think it's called the Elephant Cafe. I yeah. can't remember, yeah. but. Um, yeah, it's always really, really busy. Yeah, um, I, heard, I heard she got the the inspiration for Diagon Alley from Victoria Street, I think, Victoria yeah. Lane. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible straight on. And what else has surprised you about maybe about the people or about you know how we spend our time here in Scotland? Yeah, I'm certainly surprised at how people like uh, people exercise despite the weather. That's probably one thing I was pretty impressed by. Certainly got a newfound appreciation for Scottish athletes. And that, We're know, a hardy bunch. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, I was up at Craig Lockhart, there's a tennis centre up there, and it gets pretty cold up there, and I remember I was standing at the bus stop, and there's a bunch of kids in this squad training for tennis, and it was like horizontal rain, and then like, there, there was no signs of them coming in, they were all just hitting, and, and there's so many runners that I see that just, like, you know, people running around the city late at night, and it's like slippery roads, and and, yeah, and your physio senses are going, be careful yeah, with your knees. Yeah, just hand out <laughs> business cards on the side of the road. But yeah, that's definitely like the feeling, just push on despite the, set, like, you know, the, the, the weather and the darkness. Is, yeah. It's pretty impressive. Have yeah. you been to the beach in Edinburgh? Have you been to Portobello or any nah, of these areas? Nah. Yeah. I've been to Queensferry, but that's not really, well, that's probably not yeah. really a little. It's nice coastal. along there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some nice brilliant. pubs along there. Some what kind of pubs have you enjoyed going to? Uh, well, I was at Three Sisters on Saturday night. That's, yeah. that's pretty, that's a bit of a riot. <laughs> Uh, and I like what Tuches is that mm -hmm. in the, on the West End. Um, there's one around the corner from my place, uh, the Chanter, I think it's called. I've watched a few football games in there, but I'm trying to just mix up and go to a new place just to see as much as I can. Really, so I haven't really got a local yet. You're yeah. squeezing a lot out of this trip. How long are yeah. you here for? Well, that's it's in. Well, I've got two years. Okay. So I just sort of. So you'll be there right up to the wire, I bet. I, I think so, yeah. Have you seen yeah. any of the Six Nations games? I have, yeah. So Who are you supporting? Definitely Scotland. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, we won I'm, against Italy. We didn't do so well against Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually see that game, but I heard I'd be a brave You man. must have noticed all the Irish in the city, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good day when we've got all the Irish in. They're, yeah, it's a good, good night good out. Good crack, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like that scene in Braveheart when the two armies are running towards each other and they get to the middle they shake hands yeah. and have a big hug yeah that's how we feel i haven't actually finished braveheart that's something i've got to do yeah. oh my gosh you've not seen it nah, yet i've seen half but i need to i think i fell asleep well because i was very tired not because i didn't like it i was certainly on the on the to-do list <laughs> and what other history would you like to know about or see or visit well definitely yeah as i said definitely want to go and see the isles i think um i really like the outdoors that's definitely on the on the to-do list um I think there's, uh, I'll, I'll probably go and see the castle as well, and the museum, I haven't seen the museum, I've heard the museum's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. well there's a couple, which one are you talking about? Uh, the National, National Museum? Museum. Yeah. yeah. Um, and go to the beach, go to Portobello, that's something I want to do, and, and the whiskey tours, I, I want to get, yeah, get yeah, into you that. You can't come to Scotland and not do a whiskey no, tour. No, no. You don't need to go too far from Edinburgh either, you don't need to go all the way up north, there's whiskey distilleries everywhere. Is that? And gin distilleries, yeah. do you drink gin? 
Well, uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> if you were forced. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah, I've heard a lot. There's, there's a, a gin and um, whiskey, like a sort of like a, a big party for a month opposite my flat on Lothian Road, and sort of went and tasted a few of those, and yeah, it's definitely definitely pretty good. I've spoken to a fair few people about whiskey and getting advice about what whiskeys to try, and, and you know, the sort of Scottish people hate the idea of having. A diet coke with a, with a whiskey. Or <laughs> drink it however you like. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a snob about like, whiskey. Just yeah. drink it how you enjoy it. I'm not sure I can have it straight. It's just like, yeah, I'm not quite there yet. I like it in a hot toddy. Have you had a hot toddy? No. Oh my god, it's like the elixir of life. If you're ever feeling slightly under the weather. A hot toddy. A hot toddy. I've been told, what's uh, it, Glen Morangie. That's the one that keeps Glen coming Morangie. up. Glen Morangie. Yeah. Morangie. They get <laughs> upset when you say it wrong. But it's great because there's so many different entry points to whiskey and so many people who will help you do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think some people can be quite snobby about it, but I think generally, if you're interested, people are only too happy to. And here in Edinburgh, gosh, there's enough whiskey bars to yep. educate you. There's, there's see what so you many like. spots here. It's, it's, yeah, it's, you're never bored in Edinburgh. No, nah, never. There's always something yeah. to do. Despite being like a smaller place, like, but compared to Adelaide, it's, size-wise, it's not, you know, it's smaller. But it's almost it's so much more. It feels like there's so much more happening all the time. Yeah. My mum and dad are going to come over in April. Have they ever been? <laughs> no, nah, nah. Have they been to Europe? They've been to Europe, but not, not the UK. Okay. Yeah, are you so. looking forward to showing them around? I am. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to show them first? Uh, so I've been thinking about that. I was actually on the phone to mum last night about that. Um, definitely, like places like North Berwick and St Andrews as well. So little little trips like that, and then take them up to, to uh, Colton Hill and yeah. have a look out, or maybe Blackford Hill. I think that's a pretty good. Mm -hmm. Go for a little walk. Um, I think mum would like the scene down at uh, Stockbridge. She'd like the cafe scene down there. Yeah. Um, and then the museums and the art galleries that I'm not really that into, but they'll, they'll love. Yeah. You might learn something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we finish, I have a two minutes to spill the beans quiz for you. Cool. This is to figure out how Scottish you've become in the six months that you've been here. Right. So I'm going to run through some things and you're going to tell me what you think is the best thing to do in Scotland. So yeah. what's the best bar to go to with your mates? Uh, the Bailey Pub. In Edinburgh? Yep. The best restaurant to take a date? Uh, Kylo. If you've okay. got a million dollars. The best hotel? It's a hard one, I don't know. I'd say, oh, from looks, the Balmoral looks unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been in there for a drink? I've walked through it and I, they ushered me out. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> no, I didn't do it. Uh, They're looks, very welcome. Yeah, no, it looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> best day trip? The Trossacks. Best view? Uh, Blackford Hill. The best visitor experience? Uh, walk up Arthur's seat. Best beach? North Bear. Best driving road. You maybe don't. You have driven around though, right? With yeah, friends, yeah. So uh, along the Loch Tay. That was. That was yeah, awesome. that's beautiful. The most magical place. Place that's left the biggest impression on you. Uh, I have to say, like, yeah, probably. Uh, I think it's Bracken Falls, in the near calendar. Best Scottish actor. Begbie off Transporting. Robert Carlyle, you'll be delighted to hear that. Um, best Scottish movie? You slept Transport. through Braveheart. So. <laughs> no, I, I actually enjoyed Braveheart. I'm not just saying that I did, but was, yeah, I just watched it at the wrong time. Yeah, so Train Spotting. Train Spotting the War. The first one or the second one? First one. The first one. Yeah. Um, best Scottish TV show? Uh, let's say. Outlander. Best Scottish brand? Ironbrook. That is a good answer. And um, if you had £100 to spend anywhere in Scotland, where would you spend it? I'd go mountain biking again down at Glentress. 
yeah. with a picnic with a and picnic a bottle of our brew. And a bottle of Glen Morangy. <laughs> well done, you remembered. <laughs> Jack, enjoy Whiskey. the rest of your stay here and uh, hopefully you'll stick around. Thanks very much, Keith. It's been fun. Ah, don't you just love the Australian accent? I think it's because we Scots were raised on Neighbours and Home and Away on TV. Plus, it's always encouraging when an Australian admires your country's beaches, isn't it? Next week, I've got the rugby legend that is Gavin Hastings spilling the beans. Have a good one. (laughs) 